So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, everybody. This week's up, up, folks? It's for real. With T-Leak like, and Jag. Like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no specific <laughs> order. I love No Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time for question real. for today. No. Like All right. Stupid. So, question. Guys, <laughs> 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 what's the name of the show, Jay? No stupid question. Welcome to this episode. Of My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. <laughs> hey, folks. Welcome to the latest episode of the No Stupid Questions show, the show where you have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. I didn't say thought. That's not what I meant to say. So we thought. Well, how do you spell it? <laughs> Let me not go down that path. Uh, this that is T. Lee. might be the path we're going around anyway. Yeah, right. And we got Jag. Jag, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What's up, people? Good, good, good. Welcome to the No Stupid Question Show. So what's our not-so-stupid question for today? So, T-League, what's on my mind is, have we boarded the train to Crazy Town? <laughs> oh, we definitely on the outskirts. <laughs> I don't think we have boarded, and it has left the station, and we are now on the outskirts of Crazy Town. So we're we're on our way. So I would say yes, we have boarded. I'm hoping we don't, you know. I'm hoping we get stopped at the, <laughs> at the outskirts. What what do you think? Was was uh? I'll let you answer. You tell me why you why why that question? Why was what's the crazy town for you? Well, I'm actually going to say no. Oh. We have not. Okay. Because that would the the question sort of implies that. We are worse off now than we have been before. Or cl- I shouldn't say worse because who's who's the who's the. No, we could have been to Crazy Town and left it. That don't mean that I don't know. That's not how I took the question. Well, that's how I, that's how you I answer. We, we may be frequent visitors. <laughs> I mean, I, and and you know, I'm I'm wondering because all this stuff going on, you have, you know, all of the racial stuff, all of the. LGBTQT stuff. We have all of the, you know, it's it's just it just seems like a lot. So I'm wondering if 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 we gonna start raving mad. I mean, ooh, it just seems like a lot going on. It does. It does. I, I think I've heard a couple of people talk about how they feel like the world is the world must be about to end because it just seems like everything is uh, the other phrase going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, mm. I was. Uh, random you know news flashes and i i know that there was a a woman who was on the voice who mm. was in concert you you heard about that one yeah and uh peed on she, somebody what? on stage and i interrupted you as you said that she did what <laughs> I uh, I actually I I couldn't believe it myself, so I had to go. And this is why I mean we just like watching train wrecks, I guess. But I was like, I just gotta wait. What? How did she, with a certain <laughs> non-standing up peeing genitalia, pee on the stage? Did she 
Did she have a dress on? Like what? I just needed to know some some context. And no, she didn't. If anybody who hasn't seen it or and is is are we going to link that? Are we going to link that on the show? We, I don't. I you know what? We have to no, we're that. not because okay, we stay away from that. I'm not going to subject you to it. If you choose, you can do the work to find it. But I just was like, what is happening? You mm. know. So so wait, I gotta I gotta stop. <laughs> she needed to stop. She needed to stop. You know. Wow. So. Wait, wait, my question, though, and this may seem like a strange question, but I'm going to tell you why I'm asking this question. Was she on The View before or after said act? The Voice. Before or oh, after? Oh, yeah. I think, I think she was on The Voice in 2016. That was it. Oh, was, okay. Yeah, she's not. Okay. Yeah, so okay. she's out, so I guess, reaping the benefits of The Voice. being. And one benefit is everything. you can pee on people on stage. Mm-mm, I don't think that was in the contract, but, you know. Yeah, it was, I, I, I could, when I read it, I was like, no, this has got to be wrong. So when I say we're on the outskirts of crazy town, I mean, you know, that, that just to me was what's going on. And I don't know why I'm going down this road, but oh, golden showers aren't a new thing, though. No, they're not, but I am not aware of them taking place on a public stage before. In fact, I'm pretty sure in the article I read, it is illegal. So if a law enforcement person had seen it, then which, she which would have been under arrest for indecent exposure, uh, and et cetera. I mean, clearly some law enforcement officer did see that. And let, let me I tell guess you, they turned the blind's eye to it. Well, the person that was peed on didn't, you know, maybe that was, you know, his cup of tea, which is, you know, his prerogative. Um, but in the he video, didn't I will seem tell to object you, too much. He seemed well, to be... <laughs> Well, but he also splashed the audience at the end. (laughs) So I think that was one of those where trying to share the glory. (laughs) Yeah, trying to spread the gold around. Right. And and I mean, you know, let's be clear. This is this is a it's a definitely an interesting incident. Um, but it's not the only reason why I feel like we're on the outskirts of crazy. Well, I want to leave this incident. I do, but I just gotta ask. Maybe I crazy town, but so who is more upset? The guy who got peed on, he didn't seem upset, or the people that he splashed. Because I could see some of them being high. Well, you know, it's interesting because I think, well, you know, depends on what level of upset you're talking about. But I understand that the band members were just kind of in shock. And now they can't play at the whatever venue they were at. I think it was actually the NASCAR event. So NASCAR will be hiring them and all this other stuff. And so, you know, they're going to have to figure out what to do band-wise. They better find a new lead singer. But, but, but no, I think that, you know, since this guy volunteered, I'm pretty sure that he was, he was good. As, his face in the video sure looked like he was enjoying it. Yeah, I just hope she had had her share of water, you know, that day. Maybe that's why she couldn't. Well, she, I mean, <laughs> I saw the video and, you know, it wasn't a little bit of pee. So she must have been hydrated. That's all I said. Okay, let's well, move on from that. There's a positive. <laughs> right. She, she knew how to, she properly hydrated. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, maybe that was the 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 downside to the hydration is that she didn't want to leave the stage, but she had to go. 
Mm. Anyway, all right, so, yeah, let's move on to now that you all have have uh, gotten. I hope you're still still here with us. <laughs> yeah, and so there was we're also as confused a, by that is as you are. There was also a tragic event in Houston, the Travis Scott Astroworld concert. Yes, um, and talking about. <laughs> That was another thing I had to, like, my mouth was hanging open. Like, when did we start injecting people with opioids against their will? Like, what is going on? Right. Who makes that their terrorist act? I'm like, what? So is that, have they concluded that that was, that was what happened? Or is that a theory or? No, I'm pretty sure that is for sure. Okay. So you had a bunch of things going on at that event. You had people rushing the stage, rushing the the venue. I mean, I saw a video of people rushing one of the gates and yeah. You know, I guess I guess they weren't worried about COVID cuz they were all over each other just running all over the place. But you know, it was interesting cuz one of the things that struck me was I saw the security guards reaction to the people rushing the stage. Mm-hmm. And you had security guards trying to trip people trying to push people down. I mean, I understand they lost control, but you can't then do crazy stuff like that in, in, in response to it. It just seemed completely out of control. So maybe we are on the outskirts of this, this crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking. So apparently, yeah, there was a series of cardiac arrest that took place on social media random opioid and and they were looking into it and i'm just um yeah because i um and then it's the sad thing was a nine-year-old that died right um was just i mean he was trampled and it's just it's just so sad yeah so it's it's uh definitely Yeah. It's a lot of craziness going on. Yeah, so that's then, that's definitely that was tragic, and that was also yeah that was that was some crazy town stuff. Right, and then of course we got the things in the courts going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you know the uh, Ahmad Arbery trial is still going on, I believe. So, by the way, I do want to say that apparently that was a narrative that will seem to be unfounded about the. Yeah, I hadn't um, heard about injecting that. Injecting people. But there was a there was a story that was out that there was an individual injecting other people with drugs. Now there was a report of a security officer that he was out and reaching over to restrain or grab a citizen, it says, and he felt a prick in his neck. Mm. So I mean, but even the concept that that came up, I was like, who came up with that? Even if someone had that as a Travis Scott has announced that he will cover all the funeral costs for the victims. He probably going to cover and a lot more than that. Partnered with renowned mental health provider, Better Health, to provide hmm. one-on-one therapy. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, he's going to be paying a whole lot more. Yeah, he's going to pay a whole lot because apparently it, this is not the first wild concert that he's had. Anyway, so what do, what do you think about these trials that are going on? Is that part of our crazy town? March or is that business as usual? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, we have, I think the, the the big cases are the Rittenhouse case, which right. 
I'm not sure what's going on. I just, I hear, I actually haven't, I mean, probably because I don't want to, I haven't gone into looking at the, 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 I, I don't know if there's video or, you know, all the details. I haven't wanted to, to really look under that, <laughs> that rug because I'm sure there's a lot of dirt under there. And I, you know, it feels like this is the, the OJ trial, the, the, the new generation's OJ trial. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're a lawyer. What's, what's your thought on it? Well, let's, I mean, I know I'm, I'm sure. Uh, let me just give a brief overview of what the case is about, just in case someone is protecting their mental health and not yes, paying attention as, on the as, Hey, and we have no, no shade there because that's, that's kind of what you got to do sometimes. Right. So excuse me for giving this recap, but Rittenhouse was the guy who went to 17 year old at the time, 17 years old, went to Wisconsin to protect what he says was to protect the businesses from the Black Lives Matter rioters or protesters to make sure that people's property and their persons were safe. He did this with a AK-47 assault rifle, I believe. Or was it AR-15? It was AR-15. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I tried to bring the Russians in. And, you know, and ended up killing two people and and disabling a third. And let's be clear, you know, for those people who don't know, because I didn't know what an AR-15 looks like. It's a rifle and he had it slung around his back. Like he was just, I mean, it was, you know, like, like I see in the movies, right? I mean, I, I don't think I've ever Rambo seen Rambo style. In. Yes, right. exactly. Exactly. Right. And of course, he, his, his defense is he was protecting people. And when he shot these folks, it was in his self-defense. But it sure seems like he was an instigator to me. But I didn't see all the evidence. We'll see what the jury comes up with. And, you know, a lot of people were upset because there was only one Black juror. And mind you, Rittenhouse is a white male. And he shot three white males. So maybe it's not important to have black jurors. I don't know. But in Wisconsin, I don't know what the percentage is, but maybe one one black jury is about the percentage that you have in Wisconsin. Well, and and I I do know that they threw out they threw out the charge that was most likely gonna stick, which is that of course he had as a minor a, a weapon, an illegal weapon. But it got dismissed because the barrel of his rifle wasn't a certain size or something that basically made it in yeah, the so. yeah the length of the barrel. And I was like, right. "This is ridiculous." I well, don't care. So, Go okay, ahead. so the lawyer in me has to disagree with you because the the law that was passed was narrowly written, and it was probably written. Oh, no doubt it was written to deal with sawed-off shotguns. People think sawed-off shotguns are a problem. And this law was written for sawed-off shotguns. So his 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 weapon was not a sawed-off shotgun. So when the when the statute says if you carry a weapon of 18 inches, which you can hide in a trench coat, and not a weapon of 24 inches, like the rifle, I'm I'm just making up numbers because I don't know the length. Mm-hmm then his weapon didn't fit that that law. Now, you can say, why in the world would you craft a law that narrow? But 
then you need to look at the people you're, you're electing and putting in office to answer that question. Well, I think that this concept of the statute was supposedly, quote, barring possession of a dangerous weapon. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I understand that. I mean, the danger of the weapon in the hands of a minor. Yeah, that that I have a really big problem with because and, and you know, this goes to a much bigger issue, which has to do with our gun control laws in this country, period. Right, right. Because basically, bottom line, I don't care if you're hunting or whatever. It's a, it is, you know, and again, this is definitely my personal opinion. But I think that just like we don't put a car in a, and even then, right, when we put a car in minors' hands, we have some restriction around them. The insurance is high. The, there are some things to put in place to, to, you know, really have them understand that this is, this is a serious responsibility right. um, or at least have the, you know, parents responsible for it. And I mean, none of that is in place for guns. And it just seems I mean, again, common sense gun law is what a lot of people are asking for. And to me, that does not make common sense that no, no, according to something that says possession of a dangerous weapon, that that would in the details of it fall out. I I don't argue with you. But when we're critiquing the judge who has to deal with that particular law in this particular case, I think he followed the law in this particular case. Now, I agree with you. The law was poorly crafted. Um, there was no foresight on the people that that put that legislation together. And, you know, most states could use better legislation along these lines. But in this particular case, that judge followed the law, in my opinion. OK, still, so, so, still makes me think we're in crazy town. Well, I think we were in crazy town when they passed the law. And OK, I agreed. Agreed. I mean, so you know, maybe at least, on, at least on the outskirts. OK. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the train stays on the outskirts of crazy town. I don't know. So what else? And then we have uh, Ahmaud Arbery, the trial surrounding his murderers. I don't know what to say about that. It's a lot of craziness going on. Well, that one, and, and actually it's funny that you were talking about what you agreed with with the judge on that one. I, I, I saw that Benjamin Crump had you know, tweeted this video that said that or, or he was showing how the judge was talking about why he had made the defendant choose the jurors that were going to be thrown out. And it was because of a case where, you know, there were, there was some, you know, some folks that didn't feel the, I, I guess in one case, the, the one black person that was on a jury got thrown out and the defendant was black. And so if the defendant had picked it, it would have been like, ah, uh, so, I mean, he was trying to make the, I guess, um, he said it was about the optics, which, I mean, optics shouldn't be the case and it should be just whatever it is. But I didn't, I didn't think that the way, because the way he phrased it was he was really trying to articulate, because I think he called it, when they picked it, it was the Black, the only Black person, the only, bl- the only Black, he didn't say person, which I guess is what people had an issue with because he called it a black, the black, the only black. And I don't know. I, I guess I, I, you know, we're getting into to interpreting what people are, how people say things in terms of their mindset. Now, again, there's, I, I haven't followed it, but there's supposed to be a bunch of other stuff that has, that people are saying has shown that the judge is clearly biased. 
So you're talking about in the rent house case again. I'm sorry. He was the one. That, oh, was he the one where I saw the. Yeah, he was the one that um, referred to the juror as a black. Oh, OK. So see, I don't even. Or maybe I... they, maybe maybe it happened in both cases. I don't know. But I know I know the one in, in the because I know case both cases too. have had a jury issue. And so I, you're right. I could be merging the two. But again, this, this, I guess, as a, as a summary comment, details aside, excuse the incorrect details here. It's just that all, you know, it's the reality of our lives today is all of these things get blurred together. Both of them have an issue with juries. Both right. of them have an issue with the judges or some, some people have an issue with the judges in both cases. Both of them seem to be kind of biased towards the defendants. And I think it's, it is, in the case of Rittenhouse, I mean, he didn't kill anyone who was Black, but it is clearly a racial-tinged situation because of the fact that he was going there because of Black Lives Matter. Matter, And then, of course, in the Ahmaud Arbery case, those those, um, men were you know, again, you know, supposedly protecting. So I think, you know, another sort of crazy town, I guess in crazy town, you can just shoot whoever the hell you want to. And that that goes to another law, you know, you could talk about that where we have the stand your ground law, which again, you have that in Georgia, in Georgia. You know what, I know that you can I thought I thought they were standing on the um, the citizen's arrest law in Georgia. They were in Georgia. That's correct. Yeah. And so, but all of those to me are so slippery slope. And, and I think going back to this, this question of the statute that you, you know, I hate to say it, defended. Uh, the, the problem that we have in crazy whoa, whoa, town. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not defending the statute. I think the statute was crazy. Defended the application of the statute or the in this uh, particular the, case, given these uh, well, but um, but again, the, the, that's the problem. The problem is that when black people look at this, the thing that black people say is, if that was a black person, the size of that gun would have been a non-issue. It would have been followed uh, by the uh, yeah. That, well, he wouldn't have you as a lawyer or she. But I mean, because even the stand your ground laws, right? We have unfair application of that on blacks versus white. I mean, just generally, you know well, this, you yeah, know you that do have unfair things get applied, laws, which is why uh, I want judges to follow. Way. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. No, 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 it's okay. It's which okay. is why That's I want judges, <laughs> which is why I want judges to follow the letter of the law, because if they start putting their own spin on it, then I figure me and my people going to come on the short end of the stick. I don't want spin. I want you to follow the letter of the law. Well, I think there is a lot of law that's left to the discretion when we talk about, because I think even with the um, stand your ground, right, there's a discretion in sentencing and things like that. Without a doubt. So I, I think that that in any instance, it's like we, we can't win. And that feels very frustrating. So that but that's, you know, that's how crazy town operates. And so that's another reason why it feels like we're just, uh, it's just, yeah. And, and then, you know, my, my sort of final thing that's in the news is this infrastructure bill. Mm. And I heard the other day that, um, I don't remember what state he's from, um, one of the Southern Southeast states 
basically said in a, you know, I don't know if it's a press release or speaking directly to his constituents that, you know, he's really wanted to rebuild the infrastructure in his state for a while. And that that was, you know, something that he really, really wanted and had made happen and he voted against it. So what pisses me off is that this is a pretty consistent sort of behavior within this partisan politics thing is that, you know, they vote one way, but since people don't dig into how they voted, they, they, then they take credit for the, the positives of the, of the vote. I mean, and that was, you know, the way that it was stated was that it, he was taking individual credit. And so the only thing that could be, that could be attributed to is his vote. And he didn't even, you know, support it in order to make it happen. So to then talk about it afterwards, like you're the man, I, I, I was like, this is crazy town. This is crazy town, you know, and, and people will just, you know, again, nobody looks at the voting records. And, and that's something that, you know, we can, we can say is our, one of our calls to action is that that's really, really important that you, when you vote for someone, you know, take a gander, you know, at how they're voting, especially on these large bills, because that can inform you as to whether or not they should stay where they are. And you got to, you know, have a have a long memory about those things, because especially if they've promised the opposite and then they vote differently. Well, so you're talking about Rep- Republican Representative Gary Palmer. Um, Thank you. What state was it? Well, now you're testing me. <laughs> well, you should be able Google should have that. Uh, yeah, Google will have that. I just didn't Google that. But you're about to tell us where he's from. Yes. But he represents so, the sixth district in Alabama. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's enough said. We can move on to the next topic. Yeah. So I will tell you, and we can include the link for this. Palmer was roasted for the hypocrisy of securing the Northern Beltline funding, but voting against it. So yeah, he touted funding for the Birmingham Northern Bet Line that he worked to include in the federal infrastructure package, but declined to mention that he voted against the legislation. Well, but he's, yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, oh, did were you gonna say, but he's something? Were you saying, well, but he's something? I mean, he's following the script. He, he's following the script. And the script says, damn the truth. Say what you want people, what people, what you think people want you to hear. I mean, say what people want to hear. And hopefully you don't get called out on it. Uh, and even if you do, they'll probably forget by the time the election comes around. And that's what we gotta be careful of. We we need to not forget. We need to have longer memories. But it's gonna be tough to unseat a Republican in in Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can choose another Republican. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to you have to you know go with the lesser of two evils. So crazy town. I don't know why every time I hear that, the song pops into my head, but that was funky town. <laughs> I was like, is there a crazy town song? And that's, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Won't you take me to funky town? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why that pops into my head. <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe it's wearing on me and I'm going a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to say I, you know, and then any, anything having to do with the pandemic is, has has almost sort of fueled this like nitrous for the for the for the train. <laughs> well, aren't, we, aren't we doing better with that? I mean, we're coming up to Thanksgiving. I'm hoping. Okay, we're well, doing okay. So can people... I can I say this because I posted this on my Facebook page because I was so 
and actually, so it's my two other crazy town things. And these are so climate change. We haven't talked about climate change. I mean, these are like these are all the crazy town things. This is like so scientists have said so everyone's in, you know, where were they in Oslo? Where were they? Shoot, I forgot for the, the climate conference. Right. Um, and the goal was 1.5 degrees, you know, cumulatively over, you know, some period of time. And we got to 1.25 or something like that, just short. I'm like, okay. people, leaders, do your job. We couldn't get to that. That was why you were there. And, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, everyone says they have this big commitment to, and we can't get it done. I, I don't understand. I, I don't we, understand how that. We don't want to have to sacrifice the things we. I understand. I understand that, but that's what crazy town people do. No, and you're then, right. It is because everyone doesn't believe as you believe that the situation is that dire. Well, but I will say the companies that flew in for this conference, I'm pretty sure there were companies that chose not to go. So out of the companies that came, right, make it happen because you came saying but effectively, I believe that this is a priority. I mean, that's what all their press releases said. And yet we come away not meeting the goal with no reason given and kind of putting that number out there that's under the state of goal. And it's like, well, wait. You know, it's, that to me is as bad as the Alabama guy. It's like you say, look what we did. But you had a target and you didn't hit it. it you get you in their eyes. Well, but close means still we burn up in our on our planet. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know how else to, to say that's like, well, we came close to not falling over that cliff. But that extra that extra foot put us over there. It doesn't matter. You got to stop. The brakes got to work. We, we haven't put we haven't put enough brakes on. So I, you know, there's that. And then I also I saw that in the Chilean desert. So mm. I think most of the ladies or major shoppers, clothing shoppers will know that you see in social media all the time these they call it fast fashion. And we'll include okay. a link to this, but basically the this, guys don't do that. There's no I don't, I don't know. That's why I said anybody that's into fashion, I, I was going to, you know, I was going to make it, you know, specific, but I was like, okay, well, anybody that buys cheap clothing and likes to, you know, have something that approximates some of the, the, the celebrities, the knockoffs. I didn't even know that's what fast fashion was. See, I learned something. I learned yet what, another what? thing. Here I mean, tonight. it's not, it's, you know, it, it's cheap. And right. it's, it's, it, it comes out quickly, it, you know, turns over quickly. And so what I saw was that there's 39,000 tons of unworn, unsold clothing that has been dumped in the desert in Chile. And it's because when all of this stuff that's being like, just thrown out there, fast fashion, mm -hmm. is not bought in the US, the UK and Asia, it goes, oh, sorry, US, Europe, and Asia, it goes to Chile to be sold in Latin America. Mm. If it isn't sold, it's dumped. And this stuff is not accepted at, you know, city municipal landfills because it's treated with various chemicals that make it not biodegradable. Right, and I was right. horrified. If you look this up and you see the article that we um, attach, 
you will see a desert full strewn with clothes. And you got to know that that's not sustainable. There's no way we can continue dumping. And I don't know how long it took to have 39,000 tons there, but I can only assume that it's ramping up rapidly. Right. And that is crazy. And I'm going to, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I will stop. You know, it's very enticing. You see something, you're like, oh, I just had my birthday. I was like, oh, that's going to be cute. Blah, 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 blah. And it's only, you know, mm. so it, it's. Well, it I'm going to stop too then. Whatever, man. You don't. Yeah. It's easy for me to problem. stop. Right. Yeah. Right. You got to show it to your, your children, though, and make sure that they know what this means you know for their future yeah, I, don't, I don't think my kids are in the fast fashion but I, well but again fashion. it's what you don't know when you get to the point where you will start doing it so i think it's important to share this stuff and have them have the awareness right um uh, you know early on right so, so that's what this whole show is about i mean not you know you gave me some awareness on on some of these topics um i don't know that we needed to know that somebody peed on somebody on the stage but you know that's that's how we started off the show. So That's how we started off the show. <laughs> that was definitely Crazy Town headline. <laughs> so, are we on the train to Crazy Town? Have we boarded? We have certainly have we boarded? boarded. I'm hoping we can put on the brakes for it's hard real to stop a train before this. There are brakes, though. There are brakes. There are. It's, so it just it just takes some foresight, effort, stop it, and effort. Yes. Yes, yes. And, and we need to we need to apply that in this case. I don't want to leave a crazy world for my kids. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. And Kamala's approval rate approval rating is in the twenties. Is it? I think it's in the twenties. Mm. So I'm that's, like, she doesn't have any power. She's not like I don't know what they want her to do. But I'm not, I'm not particularly surprised. Rate? When did it start? Doing approval rates for vice presidents. Oh no, they've been doing that for a while. Let me see. I've never heard that be the news. Well, uh, okay. Well, I, I think what because was, what was Pence's approval people, rating? I mean, yeah, uh, I. It had to be pretty low. Polls versus Biden, but versus Biden and other VPs. Yeah, she's at twenty-eight percent. Yeah. So let's so it's close. It's close to how voters view Pence after his first six months under former President Donald Trump. So they, you know, they just okay. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know that. It's slightly lower at this well, point. He was at nineteen percent at one point. Okay, but no, okay. at his point, at this point, and um, yeah, Joe Biden. She was she's seventeen points lower than he was. Dick Cheney, she's 52 points lower than well, where Dick Cheney was a hell of a VP. He was. And <laughs> Al Gore, she's 39 points lower. So, that might have to be another show. What is that? Because as you said, you predicted that. So, I don't know if that's a crazy town show or not. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. So, our, our next show, we'll talk about surprise versus disappointment. I think you can be disappointed without being surprised because people okay. show you who they are and you always want them to change, but you 
you know who they are. And so, and you know who you are, people that I'm talking about. (laughs) So, yeah. So, but I will say in the spirit of crazy town, I always tell all my friends, this is that the people that live in crazy town, the citizens of crazy town, I call them crazy makers because they want to make you think you're the one who's crazy. And just so we're clear, you're not. No stupid question show. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. (laughs) 